Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and it's my wedding anniversary on the day we normally record, so we decided to replay an episode from a couple of years ago. We were joined by Ashley Wiggers from Homeschooling Today Magazine to talk about fostering a love of homeschooling in your children and multi-generation homeschooling. It was a great episode, and we hope you enjoy. Before we start, we want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for supporting the Smiling Homeschooler for all of these years. We want to encourage you to let them know that you appreciate their support of the Smiling Homeschooler. And go check them out over at teachingtextbooks.com. Lastly, thank you to Homeschooling Today Magazine for their support. We were big fans of their magazine long before they were a sponsor, and my dad has written for them for many, many years. If you would like more regular homeschooling encouragement, then go subscribe to their magazine over at homeschoolingtoday.com. But let's get going. Here's my dad. Todd Wilson. Well, hey, it's good to be back in the saddle again. Uh, we're excited to have Ashley Wiggers with us today. But Ben, this is your little thing going on. Uh, not little thing. I don't know. This it's... was your idea. This was your idea. So you brought up this idea to me uh, uh, several weeks ago about, you know, um, encouraging homeschoolers and why is it that some homeschoolers, their kids are not homeschooling and you know, is there th- are there things we can do not to assure that our kids homeschool, but so that we give them a great experience that they seem like a natural thing later on. Yeah. So I'm just going to turn it over to you and I'll finish up my McDonald's tea uh, <laughs> while you guys talk. And occasionally I'll put it in every once in a while. And uh, maybe at the end we can talk about how you have a squirrel in your basement. Yeah. Well, uh, well, first, uh, Ashley Wiggers is joining us, as Dad mentioned. Uh, Ashley, you were on here, like, within the first year, I think. So it's been two years plus at this point. You've had a baby since then. Maybe just give everyone, because there's a lot of new listeners who weren't around back at the time. Maybe just give yourself a quick introduction and kind of where you're at and uh, how everything's going for you. Sure. Yeah, so we have, we're up to three now, uh, children, nice. that is. <laughs> and um, our youngest is seven months old. And so still not sleeping through the night all the time. So if I say anything crazy, you know, that's really why. Um, but uh, it's going really well. And uh, we have a homeschooling magazine that we publish. And your dad is one of our awesome columnists, Homeschooling Today magazine. And Let's just I, say right up front, the best writer for the magazine. Go ahead. Oh, absolutely. I was going to say that for sure. <laughs> Definitely. Um, but we, you know, we, we love what we do. We love getting to encourage homeschool families and we love homeschooling most of the time. As uh, you guys know, it's not a 100% of the time kind of a gig. It's a challenging thing to do. And because I was homeschooled growing up, I know more about the reality of it, you know, because I think sometimes people get an idea of what it's supposed to be like or what you think it should be like. And I know that there were good days and bad days, but overall, you know, the intent of my mom's heart and my parents' vision for what they wanted it to be won out. But you definitely have the struggle along the way. So, mm-hmm. well, awesome. Thank you. And I mean, the reason I was like thinking about this is. I was thinking back through all of the, because we both were around the homeschooling conventions a lot. Obviously, Dad was as well uh, for years, and you know that would be kind of like 
I mean, that's the hardcore group, you know, all of those people, I mean, they're going literally the homeschooling conventions for years. They're around it. They literally sell to the group. I mean, it's just, you know, you'd think that would be a very dedicated audience. And, you know, I guess the parents were at least, um, but I was thinking about it. I'm like, honestly, I think almost every single one of them who does have kids now is not homeschooling or, uh, there's not everyone I shouldn't say, but a lot of them aren't. And then even just growing up, a lot of my friends who, you know, grew up in homeschool families and, uh, grew up being homeschooled, uh, ended up not, you know, sticking with it when, when the time came around for their kids. And obviously we're not saying they've failed as humans or they're terrible people. That's not the point at all. But, you know, I mean, I think we both agreed that it was an amazing experience and there's a lot of benefits. And, um, so I thought maybe to start, we could kind of talk about, what some of the reasoning, you know, you think there might be for that if it, and if it even is something that you think is, you know, uh, maybe, uh, would like to see less of that. Um, but I wrote down a few ideas. I don't know. And dad, you can chime in as well of just kind of what maybe those causes could be. Um, and I mean, I don't know. I'm just going to listen. I'll just listen to you guys talk. And then I'll critique you at the end. Okay, okay. Yeah. sounds oh, perfect. good. <laughs> but Ashley, does anything? I mean, have you noticed that trend as well, or is that kind of more in my area? What uh, What have you seen over the years? So I think um, I have definitely seen some people not choose to continue kind of that legacy of homeschooling, uh, who were homeschooled kids, and the first thing that comes up in my head when I think about this problem is really if someone makes school at home look like school in a classroom, why would you, when you grow up, want to pass that on to your kids? Because you feel like, well, it's not really that much of a difference. You know, we did school, we just did it at home versus someone who really had more of those like memorable homeschooling moments where you're doing school outside, you're taking advantage of the fact that you are homeschooling. Mm -hmm. And so I think when you elevate that relationship above the actual academics that are being done, then you have a whole different experience. And, you know, with, with the magazine, we have this whole kind of theme of homeschooling boldly. And I think that is the essence of what I would encourage parents to do, because if you're just doing school at home, it's not going to be that different. Yeah. And your kids aren't going to be like, Oh, I really want to pass this on, you know, because it's just like, well, we, we did the books and we, we checked everything off, but you know, what really was it? Cause homeschooling is a totally unique experience. It's totally different than anything else out there, mm -hmm. or it should be at least. You know, because yeah, every totally. family is different and all the kids are different and, you know, you, it should be a wholly, completely different experience than what they do in a classroom. Yeah. I mean, I, I do hear that and you, you kind of hear people always brag about like, oh, you know, I was able to, uh, my kids would have graduated, been the, you know, the honor students or they were able to do it so young. And it's like, if you get to the end of your homeschooling uh, we'll call it career or journey. And the only thing that you say is like, oh yeah, I did really good at school. And you don't, there's not the, I had developed incredible relationships with my kids or as a kid saying, I got to spend so much time, had so many good uh, memories and an amazing relationship with my mom and being able to do that. If, if, if the academic sides, all that came out of that, then I think that is a, 
a huge miss because I think that is not the true purpose of homeschooling. And I, I, I see that. And you, and honestly, I think, I hope that a lot of the homeschooling now that, you know, we had this huge influx over the last couple of years, you know, and, and then before that, it seemed like it was becoming more pop, you know, popular throughout culture, but it did seem like a lot of it was maybe kind of gearing more towards that kind of, well, I can just do a better job, you know, from an academic standpoint mm-hmm. and all that, which is fine. And that is probably true. Uh, but it's not the true gift of homeschooling, I think. Um, and something I was wondering is, do you think, uh, you know, homeschooling, like our parents and your parents, they knew how huge the gift of being able to homeschool was because one, they had been to school, but then two, they had to fight for it really in a way. I mean, they had to, they were super early adopters. Do you think there's any of like going in this next generation, kind of taking it for granted and not truly realizing how big a deal it was, you know, and is uh, now that it's pretty just easy? I think so. And I think people don't really understand how hard it is either. Yeah. Like That's it's super sure. hard. It's not like, hey, try this out and and you're going to have a lot of fun with your kids. It's more like, hey, would you like to be around your kids all the time every day and then teach them school and life, all of it together? It sounds a little bit more like um, a really hard job than yeah, it does totally. something you want to sign up for. And more and more so with this culture. I think it's it's more like, oh no, that doesn't sound like something I want to sign up for. And the truth is, you know, we're we're losing sight of the big picture perspective. Like this, yes, you will be with your kids all the time. And yes, it will be challenging, but it actually is really so much more beneficial for them and for you in the long run, because you know, our goal is to become more like Christ, right? And I don't I have not done anything in my life that has made me more Christ-like than being a mom because you have to sacrifice. Mm. You don't have a choice. You have to get up in the middle of the night. You have to wipe snot and throw up off of yourself often. You know, like you, you have to set yourself aside so much in this choice and that's becoming less and less popular. Yeah. No, I mean, that's legitimate. And do you think like, where do you think the, because I think everyone's struggled probably with that a little bit, is where do you think the misconception that homeschooling will be easy comes from? You know, do you think that is social media? Do you think it's just our minds coping? <laughs> you know, is it, I mean, what do you think? Because, uh, I mean, I obviously that a lot of people not being that really honest. I yeah. think it's people not being really honest about what it's like. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, Todd, you're one of my heroes because you are the most, one of the most honest people about this whole gig of homeschooling and most people talk about the highlights and they talk about the things that went well and they talk about it after it's over because it's safe because you know now we can talk about it because my kids are doing well um but i think there's there's a lot of messiness in between that people aren't used to being open about Mm -hmm. you know yeah and i don't know why that is i don't know why everyone i mean even the last few days i've put a couple posts on facebook and it's amazing how many people are out there trying to keep everyone else from being real i mean honestly i'm getting a little tired of it you know (laughs) because i think these moms are like well 
I, I, I love homeschooling. I, I just love, and I'm like, you don't always love it. Don't say you do, you know, you get insecure and you think your kids are dumb and you think you're incapable. Why do we pretend that it's not that way? And I think it makes the journey a ton easier, you know, just that we can be real. I don't have to be the poster child for homeschooling. Nobody does. Uh, I mean, I, I've had parents who will come who've come up to me and say, well, you know, your cartoons, they make homeschooling look like I don't have it all together. And I'm like, well, you don't, you know, <laughs> and, and, and a mom, I can remember saying, if my in-laws saw this, they'd think I was crazy for doing this. I'm like, well, you are, you know, <laughs> and just suck it up and deal with it. <laughs> um, and somehow that does make it easier because you know even Ashley as you were saying that it's so hard really I think sometimes we've even made it seem more hard you know because you know when you signed up for parenting of course it's hard but nobody's surprised by that hardness I mean maybe a little bit you know like wow I didn't know they were never slept you know or I didn't know they were trying to kill me through oh sleep God. deprivation you know those kind of things but you know I mean homeschooling's to me is parenting it's not any different you know but we've kind of made it feel like not only do you have to be a parent but now you have to be a professor or you have to be a professional teacher or you have to replicate you know like you said school in your house and there just aren't many people who can do that and it makes it miserable mm-hmm. well and i feel like if and you're people, oh, go ahead. i'm sorry go ahead nope do it you're here. You're the well, guest. <laughs> oh, thank you. No, I feel like people um, don't realize to how much you're going to have to change it and how it's not going to look like how you think it will. You know, you have to make changes to adapt to what your children need and and what's even possible for you in a day in that moment or what you have going on. You know, we we have these schedules and these plans and we want everything to fit together nicely and you feel like a failure when it doesn't. And the truth is, um, you know, okay, so I'm going to give you an example. So yesterday I had this really amazing homeschool moment. Like I was so like, I was so excited because (laughs) so often I feel like I'm fighting my kids to try to teach them, you know, and this particular moment we're learning about, um, the seasons and I'm trying to teach them about how the earth orbits around the sun and it also spins and my son's having a hard time understanding. So I'm like, okay. So I pull my husband over and I have him be the sun. And then I walk around him and I spinning and I'm spinning and (laughs) they're like, Oh, we get it. You know? And then I gave them each a turn to be the sun and the earth and we're orbiting and everything. And I was just like, ah, my mom would have been proud of this moment. And I am so grateful that she taught me that, those are the moments that really matter. The other stuff and all the things that we were reading and all the time that I was spending trying to explain something so beautifully, it doesn't really matter as much as that relational moment where we're laughing and we're learning and no one's yelling at each other. It's great. Yeah. So I'm going to say that again for you, Ashley. The The important thing, what you said, was not about the earth spinning around the sun. That wasn't the important thing. The important thing was that all of you were in the same room together, doing something together. You were learning, you were laughing, you know, cause we're always learning whatever, whenever we're together, that's what matters. 
Right. Hundred percent. And if I had gotten frustrated and said, you know, guys, sit down and and just be quiet so that I can teach this to you, then we would have totally lost it, you know, because mm-hmm. that wasn't the point. The point yeah. is trying to figure out how to help my children learn with me and enjoy the process and and do it together and figure out how that's going to look, you know, and I don't always do a great job of it. So I have to celebrate those moments that do work out like yesterday. (laughs) Uh, So, I mean, some other ones that I had jotted down was so, well, obviously then, I mean, potential of the wrong takeaways out of it, I think is one. And then obviously the maybe, I don't know if it's even like a bad experience per se, because I don't think a lot of my friends would say like it was a terrible experience. Do you think there's anything to um, (laughs) kind of wrote that since they weren't part of it and they didn't have to deal with it, not realizing what public school actually is or the dangers that are there? Because it does seem kind of like, you know, like dad and a lot of them, they were passionate because they realized what they were not part of, you know? And so that was like a really, a big draw for them was like, Hey, we can raise our children, you know, with biblical principles and the relationship and all of this stuff, because we know what's going on there, you know, and we don't want to be part of that. But you know, all these kids grew up, had that awesome experience. And now they're like, "Eh, who cares? You know? So I'm wondering if it's like, they don't realize that, or maybe that isn't, maybe that's just, you know, my own theory, but I feel like that could be taking place. Uh, either of you think that's a possibility? Go ahead, Ashley. I think she Yeah, froze, I yeah. actually didn't go to public school, so am I back? Yep, yes. you're there now. <laughs> I didn't actually go to public school, so I think I would fall into that category where you don't quite know mm-hmm. the dangers or what could be what could be wrong. Yeah. Because um, you're surrounded by other people your age who went to public school and they seem halfway normal. And so you, and you, so you don't, I mean, of course, you know, the ugly things that they teach now. I mean, we all know that because it's so in your face. Um, but I, I, I do wonder, I, I would agree with Ben that they, some, some new parents kind of think that, you know, yeah. and I would say even Ashley, as you were saying, and maybe you'll add this Ben, or you were going to say this, that, you know, as Ashley said, you know, we kind of replicate school in our homes. Right. I think sometimes as homeschoolers, I know homeschoolers who make school harder than mm-hmm. in school. And and the kids will say things like, I would, I'm not going to do this with my kids. This is no fun. You know, that it's just so hard. Even kids who've gotten to college and said, college is so easy compared to homeschooling. And I, you know, to me, that's sad mm-hmm. because, you know, it's not a race to see how, how miserable we can make it like some kind of, you know, funny movie where they go to this torturous school, you know, only we do it in our homes now. Yeah. Uh, you know, it should not be that. Yeah. My, I had friends growing up who, um, you know, skipped grade levels and they were able to graduate early because of that and i never wanted to i was like i don't really think i want to grow up sooner than i have to no thank you you know but people just that was the thing the thing was getting over with it sooner and that made you look you know more impressive and that just was never really our goal and i Mm -hmm. think i it probably really comes down to that What's your goal in homeschooling? And your mother really was very, um, uh, 
education minded. I mean, education was kind of her life. So yeah. it's not like she just turned you over to the wolves and said, hey, hope it turns out for you. I mean, she she spent time educating you, but somehow she did something that made you really, really like the home part of homeschooling. Yeah. Well, you know, and do you remember uh, read alouds? Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I, I was just talking to my friend about that because uh, she 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 was talking about like, what do I do for history? I just don't know what to do for history. And I'm like, well, your daughter's only four. So I was like, or three, I mean, so I was like, you don't really need to worry too much about it. I was like, doesn't matter yet. And I was like, secondly, you know, she's like, I just don't know what they need to know. And I'm like, I mean, realistically, as a person who loves history, I was like, what do you actually need to function? Not really much, you know, I was like, in terms of, you know, and then we were just talking about reading aloud and, and stuff like that. And I was like, that is what I think made more of an impact on me than anything else and all the history, whatever, was just being able to read books aloud with my mom. They all attended, a lot of them ended up being set in the past, which instantly makes it history. Uh, and, and you just start getting a love for books and learning and all that kind of stuff. And I think that has way more impact than just... Um, you know, we did, we did a whole bunch of, uh, you know, math or history or whatever you can fill in any subject you want. Uh, so yeah, that was definitely a highlight. And honestly, it's probably the thing I think of most from, you know, being homeschooled. Uh, but I, so it sounds like you guys did that as well in your family. We did. And that's what I remember most too. I mean, other than the times when we would read aloud in uh, like a park or something like that, Mm -hmm. we would take it, you know, and have a picnic lunch somewhere, but Usually we were in our pajamas, you know, first thing in the morning and on the couch kind of cozy. And then we would pick up the next chapter of the story we were in. And that was, that was the start to our day. And we could kind of ease into school and we could enjoy each other. And we enjoyed, you know, what we were learning about because it wasn't, oh, fill out this work page. It was, listen to this story. Let's see what happens next. Let's talk about it. You know, tell me what you would have done in this situation. And, you know, so it was it was something we did together, but we were also learning. I mean, that to me is, if you don't do anything else in your homeschool where you feel like you can connect with your kids, read aloud together. Yeah. Totally. You know, add that in. That's such a, a beautiful thing to do as a family. 100% agree. And something I kind of, we, we were talking about a second ago, but I wanted to come back around to it, I think is, um, you know, if you have a reason other than academics for homeschooling, I think definitely make sure you verbalize that clearly, I think, to your kids and not just assume that it is picked up. Because uh, I've seen that not only just in homeschooling, but also just in Christian faith as well. Is a lot of times it's just assumed that they've picked up on everything, you know, your reasoning for things or your belief uh, or why this matters or why we do this. Uh, but I would say if you can really instill the reasoning behind it, the true core, I think that is really helpful just to understand why what you're doing as a family is important. Um, and also I was thinking on the, the thing when it came to uh, doing too much school, you know, it's like I've heard two things where people say, oh, if you do, you know, if you if your work is what you love, you never work a day in your life. But I've also heard if you take your love and turn it into work, you'll hate your love, you know, so it's kind of that against each other. But I think that could be a little bit of homeschooling because I've seen that with friends and family members where it was home became literally school all the time. And it almost not that they hated their home because they still do, but it, it did kind of turn it into something that was not something they thought of as like the most wonderful thing in the world. It was kind of just like, well, 
home was school. You know, all we did was school. And I think there is a danger of not being able to draw that line as clearly just because it is all in one spot. Um, Because there isn't a clear line. (laughs) Like you said, they make vacation school. They make weekend school. You know, you have to answer a question before you open up your Christmas presents. (laughs) You know, it just keeps going on and on and on. Um, And I just think, you know, there are times you want to go, can we just go to the park and not have to put it in a nature journal? You know, can I just watch something without having to tell you something about who's the protagonist, who's the antagonist? I just (laughs) want to have fun. And I think sometimes they, you know, they look again at that as wanting to get away from that. Um, The other huge one. Go ahead. I'm guilty of that. I have to say, yeah. you know, I, I don't know what it is about us moms who kind of fret and worry a little bit more. Um, I don't know, but yes, I, I've caught myself trying to turn every little moment that I can into like an educational one. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm getting a little overboard here. <laughs> relax. Well, and I think even as Ben was saying, because I know there's some moms listening who were like, Oh, read alouds, uh, you know? So do I have to do across five Aprils or four Aprils? Do I have to do, you know, the moccasin trail? And again, it's not about the books. It's not no. about reading good literature, even though that's fun to do. You know, it's just about picking something that you all like. And I mean, I liked, um, oh, I can't even think of the name of it. It was Homer and something. He had a donut machine. Homer Price, um, and my or... wife hated the. Do you remember what that was then? Was it Homer Price or something? Something like Maybe. that. Maybe. Uh, but he was kind of an inventor kid. And my mm-hmm. wife hates those kind of books. She's like, it doesn't mean anything. And I'm like, I just loved it. Yeah. I loved reading it with my kids. And and again, I think that what they remember is not how to make donuts in a donut machine or how many Aprils were in the Civil War. But they just remember those times of sitting on those couches reading those books. And yeah. anybody can do that. It doesn't have to be scary. The one I hear the most, though. Oh, sorry, Ashley. Oh, no, I keep talking. <laughs> no, no, no. no. It's, that's just the delay. It's just always hard not to do that. No, the one I was going to say that I see the most and I hear I've heard from homeschoolers as well, which is funny because like their parent did it is they just say, oh, there's no way I, I, I would know enough to be able to do it. I just there's just no I don't know how I could, you know, and, and is that is the biggest myth slash doubt slash lie that I, I think so many people believe. And it is hard. I mean, it's because it is you know, being confident in yourself enough that I can teach all my children, that seems super scary, super daunting, uh, you know, and thinking out through 20, you know, 18 years or whatever it is. Uh, so I, but I hear that one from a lot of our friends in our, in our age group. Most of them haven't started homeschooling yet. And I think a lot of them hopefully will, you know, be able to overcome that doubt by that point. But that is one I hear the most. Um, and, and I'm sure dad and Ashley, you've both heard that a lot, you know, over the years of talking to lots of moms, just thinking they can't do it all, or they're not going to be able to do it. Uh, do you have any responses to that? I mean, we've, we've talked about it before, but I think that's a good one to address. Yeah. So I definitely hear that a lot. And I am one who would always say in my workshops, speaking as somebody who was homeschooled, I used to say, no one knows your kids better than you do. And no one loves them more than you. So you are the best person for this role. You know them more than an expert. You, you, you are the one 
who will see the whole person and help that whole person develop versus somebody who's an expert in a particular subject area. Um, but now I am the homeschool mom too. And I'm realizing, okay, it's harder than it sounds. And even though I know that that's the truth, um, sometimes I wonder, you know, am I doing the right thing? Am I doing enough? Should I be looking at a different resource? And all of those questions that come up, but I have to keep kind of like stepping back into the space where I realize that God put this role in my life and he ultimately is the one who's going to help me do it. Uh, that was my mom's favorite verse was he, um, first Thessalonians five twenty four. um, he calls you and he equips you, you know, and he's faithful to help you. So that was her, her whole thing about homeschooling was it's not all on your shoulders. You know, you're doing it with someone who's going to help you do it. And inevitably the Lord will come and help me with a problem, or I can rest knowing, you know what? I don't know what the answer to this is right now but I know that he has a solution and that he's going to help us figure out what that looks like at the right time. You know, so that's really the biggest antidote to fear is mm -hmm. resting in the fact that it's not really up to us anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And that's hard to do. I mean, because like you said, you, you can know the truth and then somehow those lies permeate your hearing and you get in that fog and you begin to doubt it again but you i think you do have to go back to the truth just like you said you know and knowing that god gave your kids exactly the mother they needed and if he needed a perfect mom he would have given a perfect mom if he needed them to be harvard graduates he would have given them a harder harvard graduates but apparently you're best for your children and i believe that with all my heart um and really that's why and i was just talking to a mom i did another interview yesterday um but really i think that's why dads ladies get your husbands on board so that they will be able to speak that truth back into your life because i'm not being derogatory but you're weak moms you have you're weak you know you in that in that sense the enemy comes and he attack, attacks and attacks and attacks and your husband needs to know the truth so he can come and say no honey you're perfect for our kids you know, you may not know the answer, but that's okay. You know, you got this. Um, and I think, you know, if your husband isn't there all the time to encourage you, then you have those moments where you're left on your own. And, you know, nobody's good should be left on their own because you can get in a bad place real quick, especially in homeschooling. Yeah. And I mean, that's the hardest thing is I was reading something today and it was like something to the effect of, you know, uh, self-doubt is is dangerous because it's contagious which usually becomes self-fulfilling or something like that you know and it is so difficult and and dad you know has written a book on literally lies homeschooling moms believe because it is so and that's the other thing i think is just again that lie that you are alone that no one else feels this way and that was what dad's post <laughs> yesterday was supposed to be but as as everyone else out there Turns feels out the same real way. fast yeah. but everyone else out there <laughs> feels the same way and feeling isolated or like that you're failing and you know and, and looking at everyone else especially online nowadays you just cannot i mean you know it almost might be a little bit of putting the blinders on when it comes to some of those other things around you because it, it can feel so um it's just easy to all of a sudden feel like failure really quickly so uh yeah i i, I feel for 
moms coming up in it, especially now because there is a lot more community. You know, that is something that, but you know, if you have friends or it's social media or whatever, it's going to crop up. So you still have to be aware of that and still, I think, uh, try to do things to address it. But well, you, you should pick, pick the right community. Yeah. You know, if you're, if you're trying to lose weight, you want to be around people who will encourage you in that. You know, if you want to homeschool your kids and you believe in a relationship, then you want to be around a community that does that, like the Smiling Homeschooler or like Homeschooling Today magazine. That's what they do. You know, don't some of those other communities will fry your soul. I'm just saying they will. So find a community uh, that will do that. Oh, hey, Ashley, we're just about out of time. Why don't you tell everybody where they if they needed to learn more about you or want to contact you? How could they do that? Yeah. So homeschoolingtoday.com is where we house the magazine and uh, we're coming out with the spring issue in April. So we're really excited about that. And, um, you know, we'd love for you to join us. We have an activity guide that goes along with each issue that has practical, helpful things that are easy to use and implement in your home. And they're just like seasonal fun things to do together as a family. So, um, Um, encouragement in the magazine, the seasonal activity guide kind of combines to have practical and encouraging help and support. So we'd love for you to join us. And that is homeschoolingtoday.com, is it? Or homeschooling? Okay, cool. Awesome. So definitely go check them out over there. And dad, if you want to give us kind of a close out and then we'll call it a night. Well, I will say this, you know, as we're talking about, you know, wanting our kids not just to love to homeschool after us, but to enjoy the process. I know this about my family, all my kids. My kids all love Christmas, they all love Disney, and they all love family, and they love God. And I believe, and I honestly, I didn't sit down with them and tell them all the points about Christmas, you know, and all the good things about it. I didn't say why we like Disney Plus and why we like those old movies. Somehow, you know, as I was enjoying them and enjoying it, and they just loved it too. You know, how could you not love God when your family loves God together? Or how could you not love family when you love it together? Or how could you not want to homeschool when you love your family while you're homeschooling? I just think that's a great formula. Well, thanks for listening, Mom. Um, Have a great week. I hope you enjoy being a parent um, and the natural thing of homeschooling. Again, Ashley, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. No, it's late. And don't forget, everybody, don't forget to smile. Thanks for listening. Don't forget that we have homeschooling books, cartoons, encouragement cards, t-shirts, and much more over on our website, thesmilinghomeschooler.com. Not only will these products be encouraging, but they're also a great way to support The Smiling Homeschooler. We also want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for making The Smiling Homeschooler possible. Go check out a free trial for next year over at teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week, and don't forget to smile.